Hey, this is the last coffee house. Where is everybody? Nobody has a commute anymore, so downloads are way down. That's understandable. I just realized I haven't been listening to any of the podcasts that I listen to usually. Everybody's binging that Tiger King show, whatever the hell that is. And I don't know. I mean, I'm catching up on some YouTube videos, but other than that, what's everybody doing? This is crazy. So anyway, uh, this is Movie Monday on Tuesday. I watched a couple of Netflix movies, and I love walking into these because you have no idea what's going to come out of them. Sometimes they're absolute trash, and sometimes they're pretty decent. I mean, even the ones based on Stephen King stories or novels or whatever. If anybody's been listening to things I talk about, then they know that Stephen King is like the, just the fast food, the Cheeto, just the quickly devoured and you feel bad about it later kind of writer. And that means that most of the movies that are based on his work tend to end up the same way. But we've got a couple of movies, a couple of Netflix movies. The first one I watched, which was actually a while ago, was In the Tall Grass. And it's like a horror thriller kind of movie, mystery thing. It's based on a Stephen King story or novel. And it actually looks really good. It's, it's surprisingly, it's got some surprise good cinematography and I had low expectations for this thing it's got one actual star one real star Patrick Wilson got the like least interesting name possible is the guy from Watchmen and he was in Little Children right but he's a pretty decent actor so he's in this and it's got some no names who do a pretty good job her brother's pretty weak as an actor but her like estranged boyfriend oh by the way there's gonna be some spoilers related to this stuff I'll try to not spoil everything but her strange boyfriend is pretty decent he's kind of a short guy but he's pretty decent and she's pretty decent as well and the kid the kid's not bad i mean usually the kids are pretty terrible in these things but the kid's not bad so altogether the ensemble cast is acceptable to good so that's nice the cinematography is actually good it's nice to look at and you're just shooting okay the basic story i should probably tell you this so the basic story is some people stop by the side of a road they hear a kid in this tall grass you know it's taller than a person so you can't really see your way through it you get in there and you have to just kind of work your way through to get to the end of it and so they go looking for this kid who's calling out saying that he needs help and it turns out that they're stuck in this place (laughs) that there's some kind of craziness some shiftiness going on and they're stuck in here and the more they walk the less they can figure out where they're going and sound doesn't work right and so they're all sorts of weird things that are going on in this tall grass excellent setup that's what stephen king's always been good at this kind of a setup where you're like "Ooh, what's going on it's just it's like lost where you go "Ooh, what's going on then when you find out you're like eh (laughs) that's that wasn't really worth sitting through but you so you've got some weird things going on in this place and the setup is they're stuck in this and they need to figure out what's going on and how the rules of this world work and try to make their way out so that's that's kind of the way the whole thing works so, as with many of these kinds of movies, setup, mystery, excellent, and then once you get into it, it's just kind of, once you get to the end to see it unravel, then it doesn't have as much punch as you hoped it would. But overall, I actually liked this quite a bit. I thought it was it was pretty decent. Patrick Wilson got to ham it up a bit, and he does, I mean, he's he is a good actor. I enjoy him as an actor. But overall, I kind of enjoyed it, and I think it was a nice, simple, put-together, mystery thriller or horror kind of a movie it did what it set out to do and it was it looked good and it was generally enjoyable so on the other side of that is this movie a netflix movie i just watched the endless which is about 
these two brothers, and it was made on low budget. I think the two brothers were actually the filmmakers, and they wrote and directed, and, and they had done other movies like this before. But these two brothers who had escaped this cult a long time ago, and they decide on one day to go back. And so when they go back to the cult, more mystery stuff, and it's a very similar situation, similar setup to the first movie I was talking about, where you've got mysteries, you try to figure out what's going on, and it unravels, and then you have a resolution. Okay, fine. In this particular movie, they've got, okay, weird cultists doing some weird stuff. First, they seem kind of generally nice, but then you find out some other weird stuff going on in the background, and then you're trying to decode that. There are some good things that I liked. They make a lot of use of old technology which is kind of I, I like that it was made in 2017 but they make use of a bunch of old technology you know like actual video and <laughs> video recorders and the tapes the old tapes and flip phones and stuff like that so that's made use of it's actually part of the plot points to use this old technology like these old projectors and stuff which I thought was just kind of nice to look at <laughs> you know it's a nice thing to look but all of the cinematography is this I know it's really low budget but it's really kind of washed out and bland looking the shots themselves they don't there's not a lot to it they try i mean they do their best it's not to get too much on their case for not having a whole bunch of really complex cinematography here when it comes to the shot selection and all that but i don't know i felt annoyed looking at it a lot of the time <laughs> this is like why aren't there any kind of deeper colors or anything worth looking at or can't you stage this a little better or have the blocking more interesting or something so that got annoying but they were legitimate a couple of times where I felt creeped out by it. I was watching it at night alone, ooh, all quarantined. And then when I, I had to go get my charger from the front room, and when I went to go get the charger, I actually was a little creeped out. I was afraid something was going to pop out at me. So that, that was kind of nice. But I was so incredibly distracted by a couple of things in this movie, and it mostly had to do with the writing. So number one, when we drop in on these two brothers, it's complete exposition talk. Just exposition dump. They're like, hey, remember that cult that we left like 10 years ago? <laughs> And he's like, oh yeah, I remember that cult. Here are the bad things about the cult and why we left. Oh yeah, well, I kind of want to go back to the cult. And then one brother has a deprogramming thing, which is like a therapist, apparently, where he goes and talks explicitly about, I don't know why we can't find a job, I don't know why we can't make friends, I don't know why we can't find girls. Just an exposition dump about the background of the characters rather than showing any of these things. They just talk about it and they give a, they have a, oh, delinquent notice, they're gonna take the car and all this other, it's just, it's so too straightforward to put together this expository stuff and try to establish you know quote character it's really frustrating so it's just this pure exposition dump where it's like oh let me explain the things that we both already know for the sake of the viewer and i was really annoyed about that i felt like it could have been done better and then they also have throughout the entire movie approximate dad jokes that are just thrown through where they're trying to be irreverent and funny and all this kind of a thing but it's it has the effect of pulling you out of any kind of a suspension of disbelief and reminding you that there these are a couple of people doing a bit and it was really frustrating the cult leader i thought did a pretty good job as as an actor <laughs> he pretty he sold it pretty well but a lot of the supporting characters and lead characters just did not have that note that they could play and did not have that magnetism i think one girl who had kind of weird hair she did a good job but other than that it was it was kind of tough to get into it and there were these other side characters who just were written as over the top weird funny characters 
characters were saying funny things and all that, and that was frustrating. And then the stakes. The stakes didn't make sense in the terms of the logic of the movie. And when you see the movie, if you ever see it, again, it's called The Endless. It's a Netflix movie. Wait, was it a Netflix movie? Maybe it wasn't. A ne- I don't remember if it had the little Netflix thing up in the corner. I, it's on Netflix. <laughs> I don't remember if it was Netflix produced. Anyway, when you see the movie, you can see what I mean by the stakes don't really make sense and aren't that clear. And the rules that are established aren't that clear. So it's, you've got this weird stuff going on that has to do with a spoiler, a time loop thing where people keep killing themselves, which is kind of thematically interesting because it, it, it has to do with cults and obviously cults are known stereotypically as being suicidal. So if there were any more to that, <laughs> then that would be interesting. But so you've got this time loop thing where people keep killing themselves and there's this external force that it's like a box or a, like a dome ty- kind of a thing where if you go inside this thing, then you're stuck in this time loop where you keep killing yourself over and over again and the cult keeps well do they kill themselves i'm not sure if they kill themselves actually the thing might kill them anyway but there are other people around the place that you run into who keep killing themselves but sometimes it doesn't make sense like in one instance there's a guy who hanged himself but he's still his hanged body is still there and then there's this other guy who's keeps killing himself but the bodies don't seem to be just stacking up in one place so it seems to like revert and if it's a time thing that wouldn't it just remove the suicided person and then you end up I don't I don't know but I'm not I don't actually have that much of a problem with any of that kind of logic it's just when you have stakes if people just kill themselves but they're back and they're fine and it doesn't make any difference then that undermines the stakes of why it matters not only that but you've got the one guy who's like oh I want to stay here even after he knows everything that's going on he's like "Ah, I kind of want to stick around this seems fine to me one of the girls kind of likes me (laughs) so but so most of the time I just I felt like I was trying to get to a point where it mattered what they did or didn't do and then it just seemed like it really didn't matter whether they left or didn't but the stakes in this it just doesn't seem like they're real stakes it seems like all the people recognize the fact that they're going to kill themselves over and over again and they're totally fine with it and they just come back so who cares so I don't know it just didn't mean much plus it didn't look great some of some of the effects they tried I mean on a low budget it's understandable and they're fine but and the acting was relatively weak and the writing itself didn't have any particular intrigue it was just a setup for this little weird situation Ooh, my time loop in the in the multiple keep killing yourself time loop and they mostly throw in a bunch of shoved down your throat jokey seemingly improvisational dialogue and it's not actually improvisational it's just they wrote it as oh we're just throwing this thing like oh girls can't be pedophiles you know it's it's thrown in those kinds of little ad lib seeming things that don't really do much and weren't expressing more character or anything like that they were just like oh this would be funny if this person said this in this tense situation and so whatever whatever yeah I get it. it's really about family and family bonding and their arc is to come together as brothers and there's some idea behind the whole physical entity of the psychological hold of a cult being manifested into the world as something but i really don't think it's that deep i think it's just what it is a little time loop sci-fi storyline whatever and there wasn't when it came to the actual brothers and the people in the cult there was no interest in the actual psychological complexity of cults and how they work or anything like that it was just paid lip service at the beginning of somebody having to go to his cult therapist or whatever was trying to get him out of cult thinking but otherwise there was so little 
little expressed by any of the characters or by means of exploration that suggested long-term indoctrination or any kind of psychological complexity when it comes to being cult members or being drawn by a cult or what that cult does or anything like that. I mean, they mostly just ate and pulled on a rope. There's just, there's so much that can be done with this kind of a situation and very little was actually done. So that's what was frustrating. Anyway, those are a couple of takes on on that mystery setup thriller horror kind of genre. So you could have a look at those if you want to. This is Movie Monday on Tuesday. And now I'm just gonna, I don't know. I, I don't know what we're gonna do. Everything's shutting down. I've got cases I need to move along. I need to get things resolved. I need to figure out this or that thing. I don't know how long any of this is gonna last. What are we gonna do? But anyway, so that's, I'm gonna keep moving along. Keep moving along. This is the last coffee house. Hope all is well. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>